Okay, boys, it's 2022 and we're getting straight into the new year. I'm breaking down every team way too early. We're putting them in a tier list and we're going to just see how it rolls out. So uh, for those uh, listening on a podcast, thank you very much for listening. For those watching on YouTube, they're seeing very nice new digs. This is it for the season. Uh, Five star, am I right? Uh, We're looking good. But I'm not going to waste your time. Let's jump straight into it. We're going alphabetical order. We're doing a tier list. Yes, it's way too early for this. I mean, like, has the preseason trial started? No. Is a lot going to change from now? Yes. Are people still hungry for a little bit of rugby league content? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Off the rip. The Brisbane Broncos. They've brought in Reynolds. He'll have a good year. Cobo looks exciting. Tessie knew he could explode. That right edge is looking pretty tantalizing if I do say so like if, if they go uh Ren- Capewell out there too if you want you could go Reynolds Capewell oh Stags and then Cobbo that, that that could be interesting I like it but I just don't know like I don't think the culture is right yet will it never be right no like it's going to eventually get there but I just don't think the culture at the Broncos is there yet Reynolds is going to take it a long way to get in there Capewell is going to take it a long way to get there two guys that had gone the whole way done the big dance but I just for this season I'm happy to eat my words come September but I don't see them playing footy with the other seven best teams all right so there are thereabouts but I don't think they make the eight doggies Burton's coming out of Penrith Dufty's out of the Dragons Fox out of Melbourne can TPJ keep his head cool you got Paul Vaughan coming in I think I saw a post uh, uh, on Instagram they've got like three players that they had at the start of last year. So it's it's a whole reshuffle. So if I'm out here saying that the the, do- the donkeys won't make the eight because of their culture, the Bulldogs, like they don't even have a culture. So, I mean, so technically, in saying that, they could do anything, but I just don't see it this year. Uh, they, they have all the pieces to the puzzle, and there's more pieces coming next year as well. But I just don't know if it's enough. Like, well, obviously, it's enough, but... With COVID, they're not going to get a really true preseason in. They might not get consistent game time. And I just don't know. Like, having that many new guys have to gel together off the rip is a bit of an ask. Um, it could happen. Again, could eat my words come September. But I think they missed the eight. Uh, I think they missed the eight this year. Uh, Raiders. Jeez, boys. The Raiders. You got Fogarty coming down. He should free up White and let White and do a bit more, more of what he's good at. Whiten doesn't need to be organizing. Fogarty can do that. Chansey's back. I don't know how much that helps, though. Like, Chansey, when he got injured, it was a bit... It, it, was, it was interesting to see what they were going to do. I just don't know if Chansey in that Raiders side last year changes that Raiders side dramatically. Could be wrong. I mean, Green Machine Pod probably come up my neck for that, but you got guys like Xavier Savage. I mean, Rappin, I can play a bit of one. I think he played a little bit of one last year. I just... Chansey's Chansey. You know what I mean? He's not, not that exciting to me. Um... Again, uh, Cotrick's back in town. Big Dick Nick. Um, that's good. He found out the grass wasn't exactly greener over at the Doggies. Oh, well, now it's looking pretty fucking green. <laughs> Nowadays, it's looking pretty good over at the Doggies. Uh, but they've let him go to, obviously, free up some cap, bringing Trotman and everything like that. Um, the Raiders, it's been... It hasn't been that long since I went to the big dance. Like, I think that's what's weird about the Raiders, is they were there. They were, they were a six again away from a grand final win. Um, but Papa Lee, OG Papa, he's just not doing it for me right now. Uh, I like Corey Horsburgh. 
I like Tarpany. I mean, these guys I like, but their the, the pack is a bit of a carousel. Ricky doesn't like to sticky. Uh, I can't see it. I can't. I mean, obviously, I can see it because Ricky's a coach that has pedigree and should be in the finals. That roster should be in the finals. I just don't know. I just don't know if they will be. I, I, I can't see. I think there's too many other teams that have an argument, but I put them in the maybes for sure. I would not be surprised if we saw them playing, but these next guys, I think they make a case to keep them out of the finals, and that's the Sharkies. You've got Nico Hines, Finucane, and McInnes coming into a side. They should have been playing finals last year, sacked their coach, new coach coming in. I mean, you got Tricky Trindle or Connor Tracy or maybe Moza playing next to Nico. Uh, I like it. Uh, compared to some other teams where the halves' parents aren't, aren't like that, like the Knights, like who are their halves? Um, I don't know. The Sharkies, I think they should be in the eight. That back line's pretty tasty. You, you know, you got Mulatalo mixed in there, uh, Katoa's mixed in there, uh, Ram- Ramian's mixed in there, and then Kennedy at the back playing number one. He was elite last year. I don't, I don't care what anyone. Elite. If Turbo's elite, then he's not elite. But compared to what I think there was no expectations for Will Kennedy going into last year uh, for draft guys on Supercoach, I think that you, <laughs> there's lots of value in Will Kennedy a bit later on. You look at his stats, some people might say they're a bit more inflated because I'm pretty sure he's one of the only fullbacks that actually played a full season last year. So he's got uh, he's up there with tries uh, for, the, for the year and run meters for the year based on the fact that he just did not get hurt. Um, and he's a young guy too. His hairline would uh, lead you to believe otherwise, but he's a young guy. Uh, and he's, he's gone all the way in resis. I like him. I like Will Kennedy. I think he's going to have a big year this year. Uh, playing off Nico Hines. I mean, please, come on. Uh, get them in. Get them in the finals. I like that. Titans. Titans are a weird one. Titans are a weird one. A few months ago, I thought that there'd be a lock for, uh, for the finals. They were there last year with an arguably worse team. But... I don't know now. I'm, I'm I'm starting to go a bit cold on them. They got Fafita, Gun, like best second rower in the competition. Uh, but the main thing that it hinges on is Jaden Campbell being able to emulate what he did last year in in spurts last year. He was elite. Like oh. I was listening to the Bloke in the Bar podcast. Uh, the way that he's able to move his body to not get injured. <laughs> he's such a small dude, and, and when he's about to get crumbled in a tackle, he just gets himself into a position where it would be okay and not absolutely snapped in half. And, and the way he can break through a line and the pace on him, it's just ridiculous. And you've got Toby Sexton, played all the four games. Super coach-wise, I'm very interested in Toby Sexton. Should be kicking goals for the Titans next year. Will they have many goals to kick? I do not know. Uh, they got guys like Greg Marzu interest me. Is he going to be a full-time player? I do not know. Um, who's going to be playing next to Sexton? The rumors are Brimson. So if, if Jaden Campbell goes to one, Brimson plays 5-8. The news coming out of the Gold Coast is he's been training with Darren Lockyer all off-season, which I mean, if there's going to be a guy to teach you how to transition from one to six... Uh, there's not too many more blokes that you'd want on that uh, on that call-up sheet. Is Darren Lockyer be the one to do it? And as a Queenslander, Darren Lockyer teaching Brimo. I mean, it gets you a bit excited. Uh, Mal Meninga and um, Gordon Tallis are in and around that club. They know what they're doing. I, I think that team should make the eight. But again, they're, they're kind of like the Broncos. Uh, it could be either of them up there. Um, yeah, the, the, the race for the eight's interesting this year. 
the race for the eight is interesting this year. Unlike years gone by, last two years been a bit self-explanatory, but yeah, I like the Titans this year. It's just that halves pairing. If it goes, it goes. You know what I mean? Like, if that works, if Sexy and Brimo work together, elite. Like, um, they, they, they could be anything. But it is a lot riding on those two clicking and those two feeling comfortable in the NRL in that position. Um, and also, Jaden Campbell at the back, he needs to be able to fucking bring down big boys who break through the line. Um, but uh, rumors are he's put on a bit of weight, so that's interesting too. Manly, top eight. What are we even talking about? Turbo, 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 turbo. Like, let, what, what, let's, let's see what my genius has written down here. Uh, turbo and 12 other blokes who show up. <laughs> uh, turbo last year, uh, they did go within one game of the big dance, but in that one game, I was there at Suncorp, and Manly did not look threatening. Maybe it looked different on the telecast, but live at the stadium, in my Rabbitohs jersey, I did not think... I wasn't really worried at any point in time. At the start of the second half, they came out and looked a bit interesting. But before you know it, Jackson Paulo's moonwalking into the end goal. And South just put on an absolute clinic against Manly. And I think the story out of the finals for Manly was Turbo was humanized. Is that... Yeah, humanized. Like, they made him look mortal again. Uh, the future immortal made him look mortal. Uh, teams just had a plan for him. And he's good enough to to break out of any plan that anyone sets for Turbo. But... I just, uh, I just think that's their main issue is Turbo. The rest of the team is whatever you like, you know. Like DCE, great halfback. You got a guy like Schuster, very exciting. Who else they got? Ruben Garrick. Well, uh, let's talk about Supercoach draft for a bit here with Ruben Garrick. I mean, nobody was thinking about Ruben Garrick. <laughs> Going into the start of last year. Now this year, people are talking about, is he a first-round pick? I, I, he has to back it up. I, I haven't seen any reason to think that he won't back it up, other than the fact that nobody gave a shit about Ruben Garrick last year <laughs> before before he came in and started kicking goals. Uh, obviously, he'd been kicking goals, but you know what I'm saying. Before he was running off the back of Turbo, no one really cared too much about Garrick. And let's not like mince our words. The games without Turbo last year... Manly were putrid. That first game at the SCG against the Roosters, bro, have a day, Roosters. Uh, uh, but I dare say if they were playing the Titans in that first game or, or Parramatta or anyone, they, they would have had the same result. They were just atrocious. Couldn't do anything in defense. Had nothing going forward. Like, did not at any point look like they were going to go over that line. DCE did not get the boys up. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not here to just bag on Manly, but... Hopefully, with a full preseason with Turbo, staying fit. Like, obviously, every team needs their best player. Like, look at the cows without Thurstow. But, yeah, a lot hindering on Turbo. If, if Turbo's there, I, I can see an argument for them being top four. Without Turbo there, they're still in the eight. But, geez, they could be down there. They could be six, seven, eight. Storm, I'm not going to talk much about the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, Pappy, Mad Dog, Hughes, Grant, and Smith. What's there to say? What are, what are we talking about? <laughs> Bellyache's still the coach. Uh, people talking, oh, Brandon Smith might rot in resis. Absolutely no shot. No shot. Clip that. Put that on a wall. No shot. Brandon Smith is not playing for the Melbourne Storm. Um, there, I saw a headline that he might move to Bondi early. I can't see it. Not at this stage. We're, we're, we're in the thick of preseason now. Um... 
I don't think the Roosters operate like that. I know for a fact Melbourne don't operate like that. Uh, Brandon Smith will come come correct. He'll play like he needs to. He is a hard-working operator. He, he does what he needs to do. Uh, nah, I can't see Brandon Smith slacking off because he's going to the Roosters next year. I can't see Harry Grant not having an elite season. I can't see Mad Dog not bouncing back. I can't see Jerome Hughes not improving once again. People talking about Pappy's uh, head injuries. I don't know if that's just a bit of a joke. I mean, everybody has... Anyone can go down at any moment, obviously. I'm not worried about Pappy's longevity whatsoever. He's kicking goals, super coach-wise. He's a third overall pick, in my opinion, over Tedesco. Um, yeah, Melbourne, not, not much to talk about. They'll, they'll be top four... If not top two, and if they are, they're not. They're not two. All right, the Knights. Jesus Christ, with these Knights, man. Ponga. Ponga's already swimming with the bloody Dolphins. If you ask me, they're asking his dad to come on board. I don't know what the legalities with that is. Uh, Connor Watson, his best mates, pissed off down at Bondo eating a Porto every other day. Uh, let's see, they lose Pierce. They have no clear replacement. Frizzell and Daniel Saifidi, they are exciting. Uh, not in love with the pack though. Clem Dog, what happened to him last year? I mean, this is more Super Coach Page. So, talking straight, Super Coach Clemmer used to be what, like the set and forget Super Coach Master. I guess. I think what they're saying now, a lot of these uh, pages, a lot of these podcasts, the game's moving away from Clemmers, from Gallons, from blah, 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 blah. It's true if you look at Clem, because his stats have not diminished rapidly, have not fallen off a cliff. It's just the people around him are doing more now that these rules have changed, now that the game is faster, and Clemmer just straight up doesn't score tries. He still has not scored for the Newcastle Knights. Put an asterisk there, because he might have scored last year. I, I I might be lying, but if you didn't bag one last year, he still has not scored in a Knights jersey. I'm not saying that your front rowers need to score 10 tries a year. That guy does not exist, but the Knights just don't excite me. Clemmer does not excite me. Uh, Bradman Best, let's, like, he came in and he had a stellar season. Stellar a couple of bloody games back in 2020 when he exploded onto the scene, but he goes in the same bag as Katoni. Like, are they playing footy? Can this kid stay fit? When, Brad, when Bradman Best is fit, elite. He looks amazing. He's a future New South Welshman. But um, I just haven't seen enough of the kid. He had a lot of super coach hype. I think he got three tons in a row back in 2020. And he exploded on classic prices. But that's not exactly real life. Like, <laughs> And now he's playing... Uh, or Gags will probably be the other center. Um, Gags, I love Gags, but he's going to get a bag, you know what I mean, like, he's he's not in Newcastle to win titles, in my opinion, he's come back home, feel comfortable, I don't, I don't see gags there to, to win trophies, uh, that's, that's harsh on the, on the Knights fans, like, I love, I love Newcastle, it's, it's, it's one of the, uh, heartlands of rugby league, and I think a good Newcastle Knights side is good for rugby league, it can't just be the Sydney teams doing well, and that's the same for the Queensland sides, good Queensland sides is good for rugby league, and a good Newcastle side is 100% good for rugby league, um, and Ponga, is Ponga ready to be the guy, I don't know, that's what I don't know, um, he's still young, I think a move for him might be on the card, so, Newcastle don't make the eight for me, Cowboys, my guys, questions, 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 questions. Where does Val play? Where does Lolo play? Where does Hammer play? Where does Drinkwater play? Why sign Chad and Deard and, and then re-up Drinky? Uh, most of the league sees the Cowboys 
as nameless grey faces. Interchangeable blokes with not much going on, and that's just what it is. Uh, I love the Cowboys, 2015. Uh, absolutely, I was there, amazing. I'll love it forever, but I just this year I think we're spooners. If not, if we're, like on paper, there's just not too many teams worse than the Cows. Uh, guys like Ruben Cotter's getting mad raps from people like Rugby League Guru. I'd love to see it. Uh, obviously, would love to see any Cowboy succeed, but yeah, just not a lot of excitement happening in that in that side. When you look at other teams, uh, like I mean, even the Knights are more exciting than the Cowboys. They got more going on. If Val goes back out of the centers, that's good for Val. Horrible for the Cap. Uh, but I think that's just a bullet you got to bite. Hamiso needs to put on a bit more weight. He's he's rapid enough, but needs 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 to improve his hands. Um, but they've got a good young side minus uh, Chatty, but he can give some good experience. I think they weren't ready for Morgan to leave, and definitely weren't ready for Thurston to leave those years ago. Uh, new coach come in, Lolo's pretty much snapped his hands twice. Uh, well, not pretty much. He has. He's broken both both his bloody hands and got bone bruising on the on the shin. So, not exactly fair on the coach, but, yeah. And Peter Hiku comes in, not exciting for me. Yeah, yes, yeah, spoon or thereabouts, honestly, spoon or thereabouts. Eels, is there actually anyone left at Parramatta to talk about? Well, there, there is this year, but next year, not so much. you got uh, Reed Marnie, this is his last year. Ray Stone, this is his last year. Papali'i, this is his last year. Gutho and Paulo signed up to long-term deals. And uh, this side, straight up, it's too good to miss the eight. But I can't see them pushing for top four. Not in this league. Um, obviously, they'll push for it if they're in the top eight. But um, I-, I see them as six. That's their roof. Maybe five. Not in the top four. They're not a top four side. I think Reed Marnie, again, same thing like I said about Bernard Smith. He's a hard worker. He's a guy that's going to get in and do his business, does not care where he's going next year. Um, if Parramatta feel the same way, then he'll get his minutes up. Super coaches will be happy. But, um, yeah, Parramatta are a weird one. They'll start out really well next year. Trust me, come round six, people will be sending me this video saying I'm an idiot. Uh Towards around 16, we might be singing a different tune. They, they like to fall off at the back end of seasons. That's that's for damn sure. Uh, Parramatta, Gutho, he, he's an elite fullback, but he just doesn't. He's not an exciting fullback for me. Um, <laughs> he's not a highlight reel, is he? But he can organise a side. That's for sure. Mitch Moses needs to step up in a big way. Dylan Brown needs to step up in a big way. Their pack is solid. You got Ryan Madison there. His arms look huge coming into this season. <laughs> I don't know if that does much for his concussion worries. Um. Yeah, Parramatta. They're, yeah, they're they're aside. They're going to be in the eight. I don't. They're not going to win the premiership though. So there's not much to say. Penrith. Who 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 goes out for Penrith? Capewell. Kickow's got a foot out the door. Burton skipped town. Uh, Luai's due to explode this year, according to everyone. Nobody really cares that he fell off a cliff at the end of last year, especially Super Coach wise. Uh, I do. I don't see Jerome Luai doing better without. Matt Burton there. I don't understand how he could do better. Maybe maybe if we're talking super coach wise, yeah, there's a few stats there that Burton might have been hogging. We're talking rugby league. It hurts. It hurts losing Burton. And uh, you got Crichton there. Crichton's amazing. Who's going to be outside of Crichton? That'll be Bizza. So that left edge can still stay deadly. Kickout is there this year. Like, let's not get it wrong. He is still there. Uh, if, if he's, is his head there? Is Cleary going to be playing him as much, knowing that he's off to the dogs? Because uh, 
kick out. He can be lazy. He can stand out there on that wing and uh, just whatever comes may. Like he, not not a, not a not a workhorse. He's a luxury player in a side that's lost some foundation. Um, so that in that situation, that luxury player has to get in and do a bit more work. Kick out when he's on. Elite. Everyone loves watching kick out play. Bowling over a couple of wingers, but um, yeah, that left edge. I like Bert, Burton and Toto sounds like kick out. Burton and Toto sounds a lot nicer than a kick-out that's leaving Stephen Crichton and Toto. Um, Toto, again, he was he was great last year, amazing last year, year before. Not equally as good, but just as good, but that's what I'm saying. Like, was last year, we'll find out if last year is his new normal or just a year where Penrith won the bloody grand final and everyone played out of their skin. Um, yeah. I mean, super coach wise, you got guys like Fisher Harris loses his jewel. Everyone knows that. Capewell out the door. Uh, people are talking about Liam Martin coming in for super coach being a big deal. Go talk to super coach Whisperer about that because I don't, I don't see it, and he definitely doesn't. But he can tell you why. <laughs> uh, let's move on to South. People saying that South are getting dropped out of the eight. Need to just relax. I want to know what you you've been smoking. I don't see how South drop out of the eight at all. Like at all. Um, South, they still got Murray, Cookie, Cody, Trell. Fill in the blanks and you're on your bloody way. I mean, Reynolds out does hurt. I did a whole video on Supercoach, though, why Reynolds leaving won't impact Cody. Cody was already getting these Supercoach stats on his own. And people are saying, yeah, but Reynolds put him in that position. Well, then I guess Lockie Ilias is going to have to. Like, they're not replacing Reynolds with a wet paper bag. I mean, if, if the main thing Reynolds was doing was getting Cody into space for him to perform, I'm sure Lockie Ilias can do... Ilias? Elias? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen enough film on the kid. But I'm sure that he's going to put Cody into the similar positions. Is the kick game going to be as good? No, of course not. Are they going to score as many uh, conversions with trail kicking? Probably not. Reynolds less, like is, is a top three f- halfback in the game. That's just facts. But... I just don't see how it's going to impact South to a degree that they're just going to fall to pieces. And uh, Bennett's gone, yes, but his assistant coach has taken over. So, uh, South, are they going to be top four? Maybe, but they're, they're not going to be bottom eight. That's ridiculous. I, I don't see them dropping completely out of the eight at all whatsoever. They'll be there or thereabouts. They're not winning the premiership next year. I'll, I'll wear that. Um, with gags going also, Alex Johnson needs a bit more help out on that left edge. You got guys like maybe they're saying Milne will be out there, but you also got Campbell Graham still there and thereabouts. Uh, Mansour still kicking around somewhere. Um, and Jackson Paulo, like we spoke about earlier. So South, now nah, they'll be fine. I'm not stressed about them at all. St. George have gone a bit money ball, haven't they? Feeling a lot of Sandlot kids on this one. Let's see what they've brought in. Jaden Sewer, Aaron Woods, Francis Molo, Moses Embai, and George Burgess. That's a few hundred games of experience there. Not a lot of highlight reels, but that's experience for some young guys. You know, Sloan, he could learn a thing or two against some of those guys. Uh, the, I keep hearing about the, these uh, Fagai twins, Fagai, Fagai twins. Uh, I've been hearing about them for the last two years. Could this be the year that they explode, or at least one of them? Uh, Benny Hunt had a great year last year. A uh, bit marred by injury. Same with uh, Maka, but Maka proved that he can still do it given the given the chance. And with McKinnis gone, he's going to have to. Um, yeah, this side could make the eight. Realistically, this side could make the eight. Are they exciting? No. 
No, they're not exciting. Zachy Lomax is exciting, but and Sloan is exciting, but this team is not going to blow teams out of the water. But this team, like these guys that they've brought in, Sua, Woodsy, Molo, Embai, Burgess, that's experience that you, you can't really buy. And if you, well, they're buying it for cheap, aren't they? They've gone Moneyball with this. It's a team that could make the eight because the Dragons just kind of somehow find a way to not be shit when everybody is saying they should be. Um, if they miss the eight, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised if this St. George team doesn't make the eight. But I mean, Benny Hunt's good enough to lead this side. Uh, Benny Hunt's good enough to be in the Queensland side, if you're asking me. So, yeah, even even with that, uh, <laughs> for those not watching the video, I've just pointed to a photo of Ben Hunt from 2015. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if, I, if I'm proven wrong and they don't make the eight, but I, I could see it. Roosters. Roosters are winning the NRL Grand Final in 2022. Hot take, yes. Uh... And as I've said it, as it's left my lips, going out into the world, bit nervous about it. But I, I can see it happening. Um, let's see, let's see what I've written about them. It's fitness. That's the big thing. They looked like a bloody hospital last year, but they got Kiri and Walker. That's solid halves. Walker's been putting on muscle, so that's good. Hopefully, he doesn't run backwards too much this year. Uh, Teddy has a case to be the best fullback in the world. Next to Turbo. Angus Crichton has a case to be the best edge man in the world. And Joey Marnie and, and Toops. Well, they're still elite. You got Sawali coming in. Uh, he didn't didn't blow didn't set the world on fire last year, Joseph Sawali, but there's definitely something there. Like there's a reason people have been talking about the kid for the for the last twenty six years, it feels like. Um Suwali excites me. Teddy excites me. Kiri being fit excites me. Walker excites me. Radley, if he gets a lid on himself, elite, he could make that New South Wales side this year. And then you've got Takiyaho, you've got Tupanua. I mean, yeah, this. Uh, Jarry Hargrave's still there. Uh, Sam Verrills is there. Uh, yeah, this, this team's exciting. This team's exciting for sure. Mavaroski's just come back after winning a premiership. Connor Watson's in the side. He can play literally anywhere. He's a human Swiss army knife. Um, yeah, that team's exciting. I think I think they're top top two. Uh, it's them or Melbourne. Um, I like it a lot. If they're if they're not if they're not in the in the grand final against Melbourne, they're in the preliminary final against Melbourne. All right. Warriors, SJ's home. Reese is a year older. AFB is healthy, and the things look pretty good for the Kiwis. DWZ, that's a solid pickup. Eight can prove last year that he means business. Curran proved last year that he means business. Torhu Harris is going to be out for a little bit, but I'm not too worried about it because they covered for him pretty well. And then when he comes back in, well, it's pretty, pretty exciting, isn't it? Uh, I like DWZ a lot. Uh, they got Cody, CHT, and Ash Taylor fighting for that sixth jersey next to SJ. Um, they should be there or thereabouts in the eight. You know, is their pack much better than the Warriors pack? Uh, it's pretty strong, and they've just re-upped uh, Wade Egan. So you got Jazz Savanga kicking around somewhere. Cody Nicarima has been uh, listed as a hooker on Supercoach, and the Supercoach uh, website actually reaches out to the clubs to ask for the position. So, I mean, maybe they're worried about Wade. Maybe Cody needs to fill in at a bit of hooker. Maybe that's how Cody's brought in. Maybe Cody's 14th man. He got, he jumps in a hooker for a bit, and then maybe Ash Taylor's 6, or Chanel Harris-Tavita's 6. Uh... Now that team's exciting though. Young still, SJ's going to give them a lot of experience, teach them. Same with DWZ, going to show them what it means to play for uh, for New Zealand on a regular basis, especially the young young Kiwi fellas. Uh, no, it's an exciting team, a very exciting team. I think 
they'll, they'll be there or thereabouts, definitely. Get the Warriors back in the finals, right? Alright. Last but not least, the West Tigers. Let's talk about it. Uh, another forgettable year for West this year, loading up, in my opinion. Um, next year, 2023, looks a bit more exciting. But this year, they're like my cows, man. 2005 seems like... Well, it was. It was a long time ago. <laughs> but it feels very, 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 very long ago. 2023, they're on the up and up. Dane Laurie was in, very impressive last year. In a year that Sam Walker and um, and Reese Walsh don't exist. Dane Laurie's rookie of the year. He... he, he he injected a lot of life into that west side. Uh, Brooks was Brooks. They lose Woodsy and Embi. I don't think they really care too much. Uh, Jimmy's there to prove a bit of uh, leadership. Uh, he's been to a few few finals and won a few too. Uh, Stefano is the big news coming out of West uh, of West Camp. Stefano looks like he could just have a tank. You got to play back to back games if you really needed him to. Young guy hits hard, runs hard. Just has a bit of a footy mind on him. I, I like him a lot. He's so built up. He's got a got a big uh, big tank on him. Super coaches should look out for him this year, especially in classic. He should be a bit of a uh, bit of a cash cow uh, draft guys. I'd be looking out for him in the later rounds for sure. If not, waiver wire early. But this kid's going to get a bit of hype going into the new season. That classic hype is going to seep through to the draft guys. So he, he he will be drafted in the majority of leagues if I do say so. Um, yeah, big raps for him. Jackson Hastings moving over from old Blighty could be a bit exciting, giving uh, Dewey a bit of a run for his money at six because Dewey is going to be out for a fair whack of the season with that injury. Um, so he will have to be thinking about that while he's uh, recovering. Uh, Jackson Hastings, all reports are, are positive about him from what I've read. He should come in and do a job, uh, but I just don't think they have enough around them to really push for the eight this year. I think they'll be down there with cows. I mean, obviously, these anything can happen. I haven't seen much film this year because there's been no games. Uh, but we are in January. That means footy's not far away, which is exciting. But uh, we'll see in these preseason games how West look. I mean, they looked great in the preseason last year. Um, I mean, they, and they looked good in spurts last year, West. They definitely have something there, but it's it's is Madge the guy? Or has the experiment failed? Uh... That's the question. Uh, but I like Dewey a lot. Dewey looked great last year. Uh, but yeah, that's... I mean, jeez. Are they going to push for eight? No. They should be bottom of the table, Wes. It's the end of the video, end of the podcast. I might just say ninth for a bit of fun. <laughs> Put them in for ninth. All right, that's it, guys. Thanks uh, Thanks for watching the first uh, video form podcast and thanks for listening on uh spotify or apple or wherever you get your podcast remember to go uh give the page a follow on instagram and uh get active in the comments and uh, send me a dm if you got any questions or anything about draft this was more centered just around rugby league but uh we're here to talk draft and we're here to talk uh just all things footy so if you got any questions or any advice just uh flick it my way and we'll, we'll have a chat cheers